It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello. Welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And wow, like I always talk to you guys about what's important to us today. And we strive to make sure that we are focused on tomorrow. Uh, but uh, we we have to also f- focus on the next day. And I tell you that uh, I believe that we have what I call a lifelong ambition in medical and becoming uh, what it is to make sure that we are focused on making sure that we do everything that we can to ensure that America is focused on all the things that are going to be required for us to be successful, for us to have a great America and have us to understand Science, 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 science on how we're going to proceed for tomorrow. Now, one of the things I, I want to say right now is uh, I had my first vaccine about two weeks ago, and I got another shot coming up. Michelle is actually getting her first vaccine tonight, and I know that um, we got a lot of people that are curious about getting uh, the vaccine, but uh, I want everybody to know that, uh, yeah, I was curious. Michelle was curious, and most of us are curious, but we have to think more outside of the box when it comes to us, I mean, as individuals, we have to think, how can we better protect uh, our citizens of America? And I I would be upfront and tell you that I got my next vaccine Monday coming up this week. And, uh, and, my only focus is making sure that we can take care of everybody that we come in contact with, uh, whether whatever we believe in or not, that we can take care and we can ensure that we don't pass the vaccine. Uh, I'm talking about the epidemic to anybody else. And I got my youngest son. Joshua Cooley, who's here right now, and you know what I tell you, he he is, it's like that. Why 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 you do this? Uh, I'm a musician. Uh, I, I I I I write theme songs for movies. I I do this, and why you got me here to talk about vaccines? And I ain't got mine yet, but he's. Scheduled to get here tomorrow. Joshua, uh, say hello to America. Uh, hello, everybody. <laughs> uh, tell him who you are and what you do. Okay, so my name is Joshua Cooley. Um, I'm the son of James Cooley. And uh, mainly I just uh, compose f- music for films and TV, television. Um, currently going to Cal Poly, getting my degree. And... Uh, once I graduate, uh, 
already have a plan in mind? And, and he got a plan in mind, and uh, I, and I never put um, my kids in the line of work that I do. But he's stepping in for my wife, who's just like I said, she's out getting her vaccine. And you know what? I tell you, I got four kids. Uh, he, Joshua is the youngest of my kids. And uh, wow. I am excited about what he's doing. Uh, James Cooley, the third, is a photographer, and he's been doing a whole lot of things. Uh, D'Angelo Cooley is, he's been in the industry for a while. Uh, I'm talking about artistry and this and that and a lot lot of albums out there, and he's doing his thing. My daughter, Brittany, uh, she's wonderful. She's extraordinary, and she's doing her thing. And the thing about me is I let my kids do what they want to do. But uh, in my life, I mean, it's all about uh, influencing. It's all about making sure that we give our listening audience an opportunity to know that we have to dream big, we have to think big, and we have to be big. Whatever we decide to do on this earth. And tonight, we're going to talk about uh, how a lifelong ambition in medical become more than a career. And we got one of the top docs, uh, pediatrician in America. We got Dr. Lessa Freeman, who is doing great things in the Atlanta area. And uh, he's taking care of our future leaders of tomorrow. And one, one thing that I want uh, our listening audience to know, and I know my wife told me not to mention this, and Dr. Freeman mentioned that I did not mention this, is that he is one of the top docs in the United States of America. And he's also Michelle's brother. <laughs> and and uh, I, no, I, I, I don't mean that. To, I mean, this is not a show about family, but um, it's about show uh, achievers. And before we get this started, i like everybody to understand what the purpose of tonight's show is about. Before we bring Dr. Freeman on, he is our feature tonight. But the purpose of the show tonight is to understand the values of commitment, conviction, and determination in choosing and fulfilling a rewarding lifelong medical career. Secondly, Learned what one of the best pediatricians in Atlanta, Georgia, had to say about his practice of pediatrician medicine with dealing with children and parents that he served. Third is gain an insight into the importance of pediatrician care and medical during COVID. 19 and the things that we are going to experience, which we are also uh, not sure about these things. So, so uh, one of the things I wanted to do is introduce this guy before we go to the next segment. Uh, Dr. Lester A. Freeman, MD, FAAP. Dr. Freeman was born and raised for part of his childhood in Holland, New York City, but relocated in Lawrenton, Queens, when he spent the rest of the formative years of his life. And he, since was at five years of age, wanted to be a physician and most importantly, wanted to be a pediatrician. He was always interested in medicine and did 
his math and science, and a lot of us don't do that. He was fortunate to attend the prestigious, and we talk about high schools, United States Brooklyn Technology and, and all that. But eventually he graduated from New York University, uh, which is NYU, and a lot of other things that he did. But he graduated from NYU, and, and ever since he was five years of age, he knew he wanted to be a doctor. And uh, I, I called him Dr. Freeman, and he is such an extraordinary guy that um, – his whole life is reflected on being a baby doctor and a doctor that uh, is going to make sure that uh, growing up that has every opportunity to be successful, understand what things or stem cells, this and that. And I, I tell you, this, this guy is so extraordinary that um, when we come back from the break, I want everybody to focus in on who this guy is. And if you did not get this, I want everybody to think about this. You can call in at 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. When I get back, we're going to introduce Dr. Lester Freeman. It's your life. I'm James Cole. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 and AM 1170, The Answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I'll tell you, we got Dr. Lester Freeman, who is going to share his ideas about uh, pediatrician, and he's one of the top docs in Atlanta, probably one of the top docs in Georgia, and certainly one of the top docs in America. And uh, one of the things that I want everybody to understand that if you want to talk to this great person, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four. 1170. All right. So, Dr. Freeman, um, what was it like growing up in New York City? Well, I, I was born in Harlem, New York City, and I was uh, I lived in Harlem until I was about nine and a half, then when we moved to Laurel Queens. Um, Harlem was a different place. It was, uh, it was a lot rougher. Very, very different. Okay. But... My parents were very instrumental 
and keeping us in line and keeping us focused on our, on our goals. They, they stress education above all else and um, being decent. Right. You decided you wanted to be a doctor at the age of five. Uh, why did you choose uh, pediatrics? Well, that's a good question. When I was about five years old, it was close to Christmas. And my father had one of those old reel-to-reel tapes. Tape and so he, there's four of us. We had the, in total four, four children. Picked each one of us and was asked questions like, what do you want for Christmas? That sort of thing. So when it was my turn, he asked me the same questions. What do I want for Christmas? And etc. etc. Cetera, et cetera. So I give him an answer, and then he asked me this question. He said, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And no one had ever asked me that, so I was I was stuck. I don't know. Then he whispered in my ear. Okay. Okay. Oh. So from that point on, I yelled out, "Doctor!" And he goes, "Yeah!" I would clap, and he goes, "What kind of doctor do you want to be?" And out of the blue, I just said, baby doctor. And he said, yay. And then he would ask me that question for the next two years. I would give him the same answer. And it, it just, it really just stuck. Oh, okay. Uh, what were some of the challenges that befell you on the way toward becoming a physician? Well, I love, and I still love, uh, math and science. And I love medicine. And I'm always interested in new technologies and things of that nature. So um, the classes themselves, even though a lot of them were challenging, I, I wouldn't say they were difficult, but they were challenging. They, they, they really stretched your mind, stretched your imagination, stretched your intellect. And so at some point, um, they didn't become difficult uh, difficulties anymore. They became challenges and I was always looking forward to the next challenge going forward and so besides the courses themselves I would say that you have to overcome some of the teachers um, most of the teachers I had luckily for me were excellent there were a few that you were, were not so excellent you had to overcome their shortcomings you, you, you know doc Dr. Freeman, uh, and you know, I, I, I have to say this. You are one of, I mean, of three of the best pediatricians in Atlanta. Uh, from a personality perspective and a trait perspective, what what were some of the qualities that uh, that you Exhibit where everybody knows who Dr. Lester Freeman is. From the qualities that, that I possess? Uh, not just qualities, but I'm talking about uh, uh, when they bring their kids to you and they say, hey, this is the best guy in uh, the Atlanta, uh, Georgia area. Uh, that, uh, well, with this guy, I know my kids are going to be taken care of. Well, one of my board certified pediatricians. That means I went through my training, and they know I know. I passed all my board exams. They so they know I know myself. And two, uh, most of my referrals from patient to patient, from parent to parent, have not been uh, through the internet or through some system. It's been through word of mouth. And so, um, a lot of my reviews. Uh, you usually highlight one of my, my personality, my compassion for the family, not just the child, but just the whole family. And if you can win the child over, you usually win the parents over. And that's, that's extremely important. And so I don't really, when I first meet a new family, I don't try to impress the parents. I try to impress the child. And then once I get the child's uh, cooperation, and, and acceptance, then I get the family's acceptance. Dr. Freeman, Dr. Freeman. Yes. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, I'm very familiar with the Atlanta area. I'm, I'm very familiar with uh, what you're doing. What 
is the name of your practice, the location, and the hospitals that you are associated with because you are, I mean, I, I, I'm just going to be honest with you. Everybody know who you are. Everybody wants you on their staff. Everybody wants to be a part of you. And uh, for our listening audience, uh, just a little bit more about you. Okay. Um, my practice is called Teens, Little Ones, and Children's Pediatrics, LLC. We're located in southwest Atlanta off Martin Luther King Jr. Drive, specifically 2600 Martin Luther King Jr. Drive, week 206. Uh, it's a practice that's been there for, I've been here in Atlanta since 2000. I started in January 2000. And so about 21 years. Uh, my commitment to the, to the neighborhood that we're in not a chic or posh. It's, uh, it's a neighborhood which uh, is underserved. And growing up in an underserved community, I'm, I'm very comfortable in that, in that sort of environment, in any environment, actually. And so, but I, I chose to work in an underserved community because uh, most people... I know I, I, for one, have never seen uh, a black doctor growing up. And I know that may be uh, unusual for some people to hear, but it's true. Uh, African-American doctors are very uh, few and far between, especially pediatricians, pediatricians, especially male pediatricians. And so I wanted them to see one. Uh, that was actually in their neighborhood, was working for them, showed compassion to them, and maybe to inspire them. E, 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 Dr. Freeman, <laughs> man, that, that uh, I mean, I just love what you just said because uh, in many of our communities, most people don't see people like we are working in our communities and 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 the listening audience are one of the things that i want you to know that uh joshua cooley my son the magician this and that is filling in because uh my co-host is getting her vaccine and uh i mean and dr freeman just put out something that i believe that's important in the world uh, not just on the show, but in the world that we don't always have people that are like us serving us in our community. And um, Dr. Freeman, I think that's uh, is 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 so important that we force that. What is your child care philosophy? Well, my child care philosophy is the following. Um, my goal is to make sure that every single child has a, a qualified physician, pediatrician, that can show them compassion, care, and uh, deep knowledge base in order to serve them from, the, from newborn all the way to 21 years of age. And, 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 uh, Yes, I mean, so uh, it's 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 all about uh, reaching them early and establishing uh, your philosophy, not just your philosophy, but what the plan that they might need to understand and making sure that the parents and that the that the kids have an understanding on this is what we're gonna do for the next. Adolescent years. Uh, can you explain that a little bit more? Sure. Uh, one of the things that they drilled into it when I was doing my pediatric residency training was child advocacy. Okay? Be a child advocate important aspect of a pediatrician's job. So uh, that, that's very important to we represent the child and no one else. We even above the parents. You know, uh, 
I'll tell you, and, and, and I believe that what you just said is so important. You represent the child above the parents. Because a lot of times, and we're going to talk about that one later, uh, parents don't always agree with the doctor or what their philosophy is, but uh, I believe that the doctor is always locked in on how to take care of the kids. And you know what, Dr. Freeman, before we go into the next question, we're going to take a station break, but uh, I tell you, man, I, I, I am enjoying this, and uh, we're going to come back, and we're going to continue to have a conversation with Dr. Lester Freeman, pediatrician. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on smart speakers and radio.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. And you know, I tell you, uh, we're talking to Dr. Lester Freeman in you know, it's a pediatrician, and uh, we all have kids, and we all try to understand how we go about selecting the right doctor to manage and take care of our kids. And uh, I believe that uh, we have to also kind of be part of whatever that decision is. And uh, Noah, my great producer, man, you got twins and you got boys yeah double trouble man <laughs> double trouble but you had to go through the same uh, philosophy that yeah. uh, most of our listening audience had to go through and making sure that you understood your uh pediatrician and that 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 your boys were going to be taken care of. yeah for sure and i'll tell you jc uh the my biggest thing was making sure that the doctor was a good fit, the pediatrician was a good fit for the kids. And, and quite frankly, sometimes it's not, and you need to make that recognition. And if that is the case, move them to somebody that is going to be best suited for them, that they're comfortable with, and vice versa. And so you got to definitely take an active role. And, 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 and you got to. And uh, I... I I can only say that I Especially know Especially when you're dealing with your, your children's health, J.C., because there, <laughs> there's nothing more important. There's nothing more important than making sure that you've got the right doctor that has the right philosophies that understands not just a, uh, the kid's perspective, but a parent's perspective. And I can tell you that uh, I know Dr. Freeman, and I, I, mean, I, I tell you, NYU, uh, been in the business for uh, almost 20 years. This guy understand kids, and not not just that, Noah, but he wants to make sure that uh, whatever that the parents need to understand that he is there. Yeah, because sometimes you'll be going through something with uh, your kids and their pediatrician, and there's 
something that you're not necessarily understanding. So to have somebody there that can explain it to you so you can understand it, that is so important. Dr. Freeman, what are some of the most important milestones regarding a child's development? Well, from birth to years of age is when we, I see most children. Different pediatric offices have different um, guidelines. Like some see children from newborn to 18, some from newborn to 16. But I see them from newborn to 21 years. Now, some of the, the, the milestones from, new, from newborn to two years of age is very crucial because you have to look at certain parameters. You have to look at their, their growth and development. And when I, by development, I mean their fine motor skills, their gross motor skills, their social skills, their language skills. All those things have to be on point. And there's uh, certain ranges, certain um, milestones they have to hit at each month, at each year. If they don't hit those milestones, then we become a little nervous and, and start referring them to specialists so that they can either test them even deeper or uh, give them some sort of therapy in order to move to where they should be. Oh. Okay. Um. What conditions or diseases have you seen on the rise regarding the following age groups? Newborns, preteens, or teenagers? The newborns, preteens, and teenagers. Right. Uh, newborns, it, it, it's still the usual diseases, which is meningitis, um, pertussis, things of that nature. Uh, I'll say preteens. Preteens, we see a lot of. Um, ADHD, and teenagers, the same thing. Teenagers is a little bit more anxiety, stress, depression, especially for the past year and a half uh, during this, this, this uh, COVID pandemic. Dr. Freeman, um, okay, yes. so you, you mentioned uh, newborn, preteen, and teenagers. But you also talk about what is MISC. Can you explain that to our listening audience? Well, it's mostly multi-system inflammatory syndrome of children, okay? And that's mostly what children get when they're exposed to coronavirus or some other type of virus. And that's beyond, that, that, that whole syndrome is, Beyond the scope, of, <laughs> beyond the scope of this interview, I, we, can, we can do an entire show just on that syndrome by itself. Okay, so you also uh, mentioned uh, ADHD. Uh, those cases in what what I see in the news and what I, uh, I mean, I, that I'm witnesses is those cases are on. The rising. Can you explain why that might be happening right now? Well, back when we were children, uh, there were some children in our some classmates in our uh, classroom who probably did have ADHD, and we just didn't have the wherewithal, the knowledge to diagnose them. But the but the reason why most kids are diagnosed now, I think some, in some cases even overdiagnosed in some certain, certain situations that um, they're usually uh, uh, hello? Are you there? Uh, we're, we're, we're here. We're here, Dr. Freeman. Right. Um, when you, a lot of people who have ADHD have been, in my opinion, some of them have been overdiagnosed. Um, especially a lot of African-American children in these schools. Okay. Um, do you believe that there's an obesity problem with children? If so, what advice do you provide to the parents as well as the children? Well, I think there's an obesity problem. It's definitely an obesity problem, uh, especially amongst uh, African-American youth. Uh, one of the things I do is like, I have them do a food diary. There's a lot of a lot of ways you can go about it. I ask them about their, their, their their activity. I ask them about how they eat, when they eat, what time they eat, who they eat with. All those things are, are extremely important. 
And if the person is morbidly obese, and then I would refer them to um, Children's Healthcare of, of Atlanta, and they would uh, they have a a weight program that that not only treats the child but treats the whole family. Because if the child is is obese, nine times out of ten, the parents are obese. So we treat not just the child, but the entire family. Do you deal with children who are facing domestic or child abuse? Yes, and that is one of the most difficult aspects of my my job. Because, like I said earlier in the program, that uh, I'm, number one, a child advocate. Okay, anything that affects the child negatively or harshly, uh, I have to be aware of and have to act expediently. So domestic abuse is um, is, is a very very serious situation. Um, I have to report it. I have to examine the child, and not only that, if things get really bad, where the child is, um, where the parent is actually. Brought, brought through the court system, I have to actually testify in court on the child's behalf. You know what? I, I want our listening audience to know that uh, this is Joshua Cooley, my youngest son, who's also hosting this particular show with us. And uh, I, I think that he's doing a terrific job. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, and we, we talk about uh, child abuse, but uh, one of the questions I have for you, Dr. Freeman, do parents discuss with you their child behavior problems? Uh, do they sort out for what advice or references that you might recommend that they follow? Sure. <laughs> parents discuss their children's behavioral problems on a daily basis, <laughs> okay? Uh, whether they're not acting like other children, whether they're overacting, whether they're um, abusive, um, you know, not paying attention, uh, doing poorly in school, uh, they can't, they're, they're not, they're out of control. They, behavioral problems are daily, daily complaints from parents. So, um, what is your approach with parents who do not follow your, your advice regarding their, their, their children's health care? Well, behavioral or just overall? Overall. Okay. Well, overall, if a child comes in and he is, it depends on what he's in for. If, he, if he's in there for a particular medical illness, I give parents some recommendations, and especially if I give them medications, I expect them to actually use the medication. I would say eight, nine, eight or nine times out of ten, uh, the parent will actually use the medication to completion. And this is one of the reasons why I, I, I started doing pediatrics, because a parent will do everything in their power to make sure the child gets everything that the child needs in order for the child to remain healthy. While an adult <laughs> an adult, it, it, they'll take half the medication, or maybe maybe not even any of it. Uh, so adults, compliance uh, uh, is with children. Compliance is rarely. Doctor Freeman, uh, man, that advice I tell you is so important, and I, I tell you we're gonna take a station break, but we're gonna come back. And continue to get this great information from Dr. Lester Freeman. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. 
The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Radio.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. And I tell you, Dr. Freeman is bringing it. And, um, a parent, which I was a single parent for 12 years or with my son, Joshua, my daughter, Brittany. And, uh, you know, and a lot of times that we're talking about right now is that we have to have the right doctor or pediatrician to be able to take care of them. And we don't know the answers uh, when we are dealt with making sure that our kids have the best health care and have the best advice that they need. And, and Noah, uh, and I know that you was a single parent and you got twin boys. Uh, uh, anything that we talked about today that uh, kind of locked you in on uh, how your parenting was and making sure that uh, your boys so it's got to be consistent. That's the main thing, and especially with two of them. There was all, it seemed to me as they were growing up that there was always something from a medical standpoint that needed to be addressed. Not necessarily there was, that there was anything majorly wrong, but, you know, if you're going to make sure that your kids are healthy, whether it's one of them has an earache or one of them uh, is having constant sinus infections, if, it's, if there's something that's going on outside the norm, you need to get them checked up on. So just be consistent as a parent is my advice to the other parents or single parents specifically out there because you don't want to let something go and then it turns into something major. And your doctor can tell you whether it's something you need to be concerned about or not. And uh, Dr. Freeman been bringing it and I, I tell He's you. He's been good. We, we uh, Michelle oh, just just got back. I, I told you she was out getting a vaccine and Michelle, had, would you listen to the show when you were driving? Yes, I was. <laughs> Dr. Freeman, what are the major challenges you and fellow pediatricians face with pediatric health care? Well, a lot of the major challenges, the most difficult aspect of my job um, is, one, dealing with insurance companies, <laughs> uh, two, paperwork, and three, the, the few parents that are abusing, actually, ch- the children that I Hello? Oh, okay. Have you ever thought of specializing or subspecializing in any pediatric subspecialty, Dr. Freeman? Well, yes. When I first um, entered uh, medical school, I wanted to be an infectious specialist. But as I started going through the my advisor and my Dr. Bonnie Ward, who was an infectious disease 
and still is an infectious disease specialist, actually told me, she goes, Lester, you know what? You're suited for ambulatory care. And in the back of my, my mind, I knew that too. I was more suited for primary care or infectious disease, but I, I still love it. Great. Um, may, may I make a comment? Sure. Okay. Uh, I was listening to Noah, and one of the things that I'm extremely proud of, and even my staff would let me know about this, sometimes when he's talking about the family and the physician has to be a perfect fit. Remember that earlier? Yes. Well, well, that's, all, that's extremely important. And sometimes a family will leave the practice not thinking that they're a perfect fit for our practice. Well, my staff will tell me that 99% of those parents that leave always come back because when they compare me to other practices um, in the neighborhood or in Atlanta in general, they see where, you know, we offer the, them the, the, the best care possible. Dr. Freeman. You know, I I know that uh, pediatrician could be a gift and it could be a issue when it comes to the doctors uh, because of the parents and the kids. What do you like most and what do you like least in being a pediatrician? Well, I like most. Is, that's very easy. That's the interaction with the, the children and the interaction with the family. And when you interact with them for a number of years, you actually are more than a, a doctor to them. You become actual family to them. So they invite you to birthday parties. They invite you to weddings. They invite you to all kinds of events. And so, so they see you as part of their family. That's that's the, the most enjoyable part of my uh, of my of my career of my practice. Now, the, the least enjoyable part I mentioned earlier is paperwork and um, and dealing with an insurance company. That's what. <laughs> of course, um, Doctor Freeman. Just, if I could just spend a hundred percent of my time just dealing with patients and patient care. I, I, will, I would really appreciate it because I, I cannot stand the administrative aspects of my job. So, Dr. Freeman, if you were able to initiate and legislate changes in pediatrics, what would those be? One, uh, one of the things I would legislate or advocate for is um, better. Hello? Are you there? Yes. Okay. One thing I would advocate for would be uh, more access to insurance. Sometimes the, the kids, I think kids should be, well, everything should be covered as far as their, their uh, medical care, as far as their dental care. Everything should be covered from birth to at least 18 years. There, shouldn't, there should never be an issue with insurance. You, you mentioned insurance, but uh, you, you know what the legislator is today. If you had an opportunity to go to Congress or uh, if you had an opportunity to talk to America people on what need to be in place for us to, I'm talking about, I'm talking about all of America, to make sure that all of our kids are well taken care of and that they have the right Medicare and right uh, insurance in place, what would you do? Mr. Cooley, I've been in situations where the insurance company would, would, would reject certain uh, exam or certain technique that a child needs, like a CT scan or CAT scan or MRI just because the child's insurance wouldn't cover it. That's unacceptable. But the delays the diagnosis and delays uh, therapy for the child. So one of the things that I would change is, is, uh, is to re- 
move the insurance aspect out of it so that the doctor can work freely to give the, the child the care that he needs. It's a hindrance. A hindrance. Dr. Freeman, who are your role models yeah. in pediatrics or medicine in general? Who are my role models? Yes. Okay. One of the first um, pediatricians I've ever met that inspired me to work harder was a, a gentleman who, named Dr. Mark Wade who used to uh, work at Spofford uh, Correctional Facility in New York City. Um, he was very inspiration, inspirational. As a matter of fact, he would conduct mock interviews with um, my fellow college students and myself. And so he was one of the first. And the uh, second person would be uh, Dr. William H. Bland, uh, who was an institution. He was one of the first black pediatricians in Atlanta. And who just, you know, kind of passed away a few years ago. But is, um, it was a great inspiration for me. You, you know what I tell you, doc, Dr. Freeman? Um, right. What you have just uh, told and explained to our audience, um, wow, that, that's, that's invaluable, especially when it comes to raising our kids. And uh, I want to thank you for taking the time to come on the James Cooley show and to explain your philosophy of how you do things. And I mean, you one of the top docs in Atlanta. I mean, pediatrician, you one of the top three in the all of Atlanta. And uh, I just want to say thank you. And I would love to have you back on the show again real soon, if you have time. And uh, thanks so much. But I, I also want to thank uh, our listening audience for taking the time to tune in to the James Cooley Show. And I, I like to thank uh, my son, Joshua Cooley, for filling in <laughs> for my beautiful wife, Michelle. And he did a terrific job, and Michelle just got back, and I would like to thank her as well. But I also, I'd like to thank my great producer, Noah, uh, for taking time to always make sure that we got a perfect show. And uh, I would like to thank my listening audience, and I want them to tune in tomorrow. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.